0: What's up, Wildside besties and baddies? I'm Bailey. And I'm Chelsea. And we're here to walk you through the Wild Sides. From homicides to hosticides and everything in between. We're so glad you're here. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hey guys, uh, happy Wednesday. We just wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping really quick. Um, as always, thank you so much for the reviews that you leave, whether it be official reviews through Apple or Spotify or just text messages that we get um, if we know you guys personally. We really, I know we say this, we said it last time, but we, we really cannot thank you enough and tell you how much they mean to us and we really really love hearing you guys's feedback good and bad so please whatever it is good or bad please uh, don't be afraid to leave a review um, even if it's just you know clicking the star count for it or actually I, I would really selfishly love for you guys to write a little note but like I said whatever you have time to do I do want to say thank you. Um, we, ke- we don't have the names of the Spotify reviews. Like it doesn't give like actual options for the name or anything, but it does an Apple. So we just wanted to give a big shout out to user triple B O three one three. Great name. Great review. Thank you so very much. And then triple B H I L K. They were like, this is the bomb.com. And I was like, Oh my God, I love that. So tell me uh, tell me you're a nineties child without telling me you're a nineties child. For sure. I honestly awesome. thought that it was something that I had left because I always say <laughs> bomb.com and then I was like, but I don't think I left a review because I felt like that's kind of tacky to review your own stuff. <laughs> but I but I really thought it was me. So whoever my my twinkie, my soul sister is out there saying yep. bomb.com, appreciate it. Yes. So, yeah, we we are working on some merch and uh, I don't know, I think it would be kind of cool. We do have stickers. We don't have very much. The only thing we have right now are stickers. So, you know, if you're a Stanley or a Yeti or a hydro jug or whatever those things, hydro flasks, I think they're called. If you're a uh, water bottle carrier and you want a sticker or want to put it on your laptop, oh. um, just email us at Wildside podcast at gmail.com with your name and address and we would be happy we would love to send you a thank you note and um a sticker so i think that is the main housekeeping i also want to tell you guys so i am going to be giving the story today i know Yes, she yes. It's kind of like the tortoise and the hare fable. Um, Bailey is kind of the hare of, of our partnership. She really is able to pump through, research, get these things out quickly. Um, because, she, number one, she has a little bit, I, I want to say slightly more time. For um, sure. But... We also had talked about it, and I'll kind of let Bailey give her insight on why she felt more comfortable telling the stories. Well, I think it started off because um, we were going to do kind of like alternating weeks, and then Chelsea realized, correct me if I'm wrong, Chelsea, but Chelsea realized that she really loves being the listener, and, and I really did. loved telling the story, but the honestly, the biggest... biggest contributing factor to why i've been the one telling the stories is is i do have a little bit more bandwidth than chelsea has over the last few months um but she's kind of catching up and getting a little bit more ability to do that i'm also a little bit of a control freak that's a piece of it um but the the main issue is really kind of my confidence or my self-esteem about being the um, the listener in the episodes because you guys have to remember I'm a therapist and I have been trained out of giving responses for like the last decade of my life right so if somebody comes in and they're like this really awful thing happened I can't be like oh shit right I just have to sit there and I nod and so I was just like these aren't going to be good episodes because you're going to tell me this stuff and I'm just going to sit there and be like okay thank you you know um but i'll try to at least verbalize my reactions but that's just just know that that's totally going against uh like my training to do yeah yeah so we're going to we did have a little bit of feedback saying you know we would we'd kind of like to hear chelsea i think people obviously you know you get curious you're like hmm what would that be like? So yeah. we thought, what the hey? We'll try this out. Um, so I will be giving the story. But before we get into the story, I, I just wanted to I want us to think about this idea of roughing it. Do you know do you know what roughing it is, Bailey? Mm-hmm. Do you ever do you ever rough it in your life? I don't know what that means. As a sex addiction therapist, I think that what you're talking about is gonna be really gross. But I'm but I hope I hope that it's not. No, no, no. Roughing it is pretty much like when you go camping and you're sleeping on the ground in a tent. Like that's roughing it. Oh in okay. our world. Because yeah. you have to remember that I I do have a son and my son is in Boy Scouts. Let's all save our comments for Boy Scouts. My husband's very involved with it. And that way we make sure that everything's safe and he has to be trained and all the things. So, and that's neither here nor there. So, um, and I also want to bring to the forefront that my husband and I are in our forties. Like I'm going to be 40 this year and my husband is 42. And as you age, if you sleep with the wrong pillow combination in your own bed at home, you could potentially like throw a shoulder out or like <laughs> I have literally slept like, like 30 minutes longer than I usually do this morning and I could not walk for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is true I mean I we talk about this a lot so um we're doing this you know we're kind of two ships passing in the night some weekends and Lucas does a lot with our son and I kind of do a lot of stuff with our daughter and Lucas sends me a text message. Uh, he's already out at the campgrounds and he says, guess what I forgot. Right. And and I said, oh, did you forget your new mat? He was talking about "Hey, had got this new mat that he was going to try out and sleep on and blah, blah. And uh, he says, no, I forgot my pillows, to which I replied, do I need to hook up the trailer to haul your 97 pillows that you have to prop your entire body up with? <laughs> out to the campsite and he said no two will be fine and i was like two will absolutely not be fine will not be fine and after a very quick it didn't take very long for me to convince him that two was a terrible idea he was like "Eh, eh, maybe three maybe three to be on the safe side um and he is now laid up in bed um recovering from his roughing it with three out. pillows instead of 12 with this three pillows instead of 12 um but you know who else is kind of roughing it who all of these people who are kind of in this cult that we're going to talk about today ooh are we doing a cult case today we're going to do a cult case We're going to do a cult case. Chelsea, Um, why are we doing a cult case? Well, so hopefully this is not a surprise to you guys, but we had the pleasure of speaking with cult expert. Now, okay, he's not an active cult leader, right? He is he is an an expert expert in cults and his name is Rick Allen Ross. Um, and I'm not going to go into very much with the interview because we're actually going to be dropping that interview on Friday. So, uh, I will tell you that he was able to, I mean, literally enlighten us with his extensive experience and knowledge of cults. Um, he and he covered was the cutest. He was the best. He was so great, y'all. If you are like y'all's. Y'all's cases are trash. (laughs) That that's fine. You know what? That's okay. But our interviews are gonna be the bomb.com. These please listen to these interviews. They are absolute I mean, they are gold. And Rick was amazing and he really did such an amazing job of breaking down, you know, the personality similarities of cult leaders and then went into, you know, the damage that you see that these cults have on their victims. And like I said, also recruited me into his cult of Rick. I, yeah. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Bailey, she, I, I really don't even I don't want to talk about it. Don't even give it, like, it seriously, away. Yeah. Don't, I'm not going to give it away. And I'm, this is so tacky, but seriously, it really is that much better just to listen to Bailey's morphing. Like she morphs into this mini cult Person follower, it's like oh, I was I were... colt Rick follower by the end of it. <laughs> we and I started it it also... like Cults are stupid, <laughs> um, and that's another reason why I'm covering the cult case because Bailey's like, I really do hate cults. It's, they're I just new. Because I'm glad Chelsea was gonna cover it, you guys. Because like, I'm not. I dug my heels and I'm like, I'm not fucking covering a cult case. I hate mm-hmm. cults. Mm -hmm. Even like when I have um, true crime things on TV, I just will not watch it because it infuriates me. But one, just a quick, quick thing while we're on the topic. So um, with the whole interview thing, so we're probably going to be trying to release um, an interview every two weeks. So Mm -hmm. you're still going to get your weekly episode on Wallside Wednesdays. But every two weeks, there will be a concurrent interview to follow up with the case that we cover our goal is going to be to have an interview and a case every week. Um, mm-hmm. But with us still kind of being in our infancy, I don't want to over promise and under deliver. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we're just going to try to really keep it at every two weeks. Um, I think right. we've done, what, six interviews so far. Yeah, um, we've really been hustling like and it's been ama- it really has been amazing. And we really are so excited for yeah. this process. And so there's there's going to be more coming down the pike, if you will. And, and there might be times where we'll throw in an extra interview if we're kind of ahead mm-hmm. of our uh, what planned tra- trajectory, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week is going to be our case with an interview. Next week will be regular just case. And then the following mm-hmm. week will be a case and interview. And as such, forward and forward. Yeah. So we're hoping to kind of leave you guys with some questions on whatever it is that we're covering. And then on Friday, we're going to release that interview that is essentially going to answer any sort of questions. So, for example, this week, whatever questions you might have about Colts, and I'm not joking, Rick Ross will be able to in one hour, be able to, you will feel like you could go out and be a cult expert. I mean, this, this yeah, I really can't sure. say enough about this guy. So I'm just going to kind of give you a great um, straightforward definition that I actually found from a LCSW. Her name is Amy Morin. And she says, she put it this way, and I loved this. A cult is an organized group whose purpose is to dominate cult members through psychological manipulation and pressure strategies. Cults are usually headed by a powerful leader who isolates members from the rest of society. Like I said when we were talking with Rick, he actually was the one who dropped this name during our interview and we were like, "Oh, okay, so this is this is a again this is a developing story if you will um we have a pretty good amount of information as far as who this guy is what this alleged cult is about there's a lot of information out there but there's also aspects of this that are still developing so okay um and you know and and we kind of debated. I kind of debated. I'm like, you know, do we do, you know, a Manson thing? Do we do a Jonestown thing? And I, I don't know. I just thought that maybe let's go with something that really is relevant. I mean, today, like this is something Mm -hmm. that is happening right now and could possibly be affecting family members, loved ones. You know, there's a possibility that you might know somebody or have heard about this. So, Without further ado, um, we're going to talk about a gentleman named Rashad Jamal White. Ooh, I remember Rick talking about mm-hmm. this, but I don't know who this is or or what his thing is. It was a deep dive. And I'm going to go ahead and just give you his biography via his Spotify account. I thought that was the best way to describe and give you a backg- background on Rashad Jamal. He goes by Rashad Jamal. His legal name is Rashad Jamal White. He dropped the white. He just goes by Rashad Jamal. Okay. So, it says Rashad Jamal is a poet, philosopher, prophet. He landed in Georgia, Illinois on November 22nd, 1860. Excuse me. 1986. November 22nd, 1986. And entered this planet through the portal of his mother's womb. Star. He is Mm -hmm. He has achieved success in his career and his net worth, biography, age, height, and family are all well known. He has been active in the music industry since the early 2000s and continues to update his fans on his career progress. American rapper that gained recognition for his 2022 song Kundalini Energy which has been streamed over a million times. He is known for his outspoken personality and controversial views that he typically showcases on his The University of Cosmic Intelligence YouTube channel and his Instagram account, which is at I am underscore Rashad Jamal. Um, he yeah. has accumulated, yeah, no, there's there's more. I'll just, I, like, process all of this. My anger's already bubbling up. <laughs> oh, I know. It's hard. I, I'm not going to lie. It's hard. He has accumulated almost, at, at, technically, he is this, so this bio's slightly hmm. aged. He has accumulated 102,000 followers on Instagram. He was also part of the Jesse White tumbling team, ran track and field, and was the star point guard for his high school basketball team, in case you needed to know what he did in high school. He released his first single on Spotify in 2019. His first song is entitled F.U. He credits Malcolm X as being one of the biggest personal influences. His debut album, Only the Real Gone Relate, has cover art inspired by a photo of Malcolm X. He lives in Atlanta with his wife, Zakia Princess White, his two daughters, Layla Lele White, Zoe Crawford White, and the family dog, Simba. He posted a January 12, 2002 YouTube video in which he recorded a freestyle to Nipsey Hussle's blue laces he has released six mixtapes and two albums to date this sounds like the most cult shit ever he came from a spaceship out of his mom's vagina what did you say he entered this planet through the portal of his mother's womb bailey oh he didn't come from a spaceship it was a portal well okay well that's all i heard (laughs) Uh, well don't worry he will talk about that okay so Rashad Jamal can be found on every social media platform like and, and I really am not joking like he he has made sure to appear he is on X he is on TikTok he is on Facebook he is on YouTube he's on all the of course he has his own website he's everywhere right I if let me tell you what I'm going to be the all-knowing greatest therapist in the world, if I guess this correctly. I will also bet that alongside him having his own web spot website, he has, like, a petition. There's, like, a petition or, like, a change, like, I'm innocent. These people don't know what they're talking about. I was targeted. Yes, ma'am. I you knew it. You are a thousand percent correct, I it. madam. So he, so this is kind of where it gets into, I just had to do a lot of digging, right? So he uploaded his first video to his YouTube channel, the University of Cosmic Intelligence, September 1st, 2022. So, I mean, he hasn't really been super, super active for very long, right? I mean, we're talking, what, three-ish? little over th- little under three and a half years something like that um so I started going through these earlier videos and I will let you know what I figured out what I was informed from him in his first like three videos right so in these early videos Rashad informed us of truths including the real name of Earth which is Kai so earth is not Earth earth is Planet Kai, and human is hue man. Get it? Hue as in color, and man as in man. In okay. Quote. Humans, the hue man, includes five races. Um, that would be the white race, Asians. Arabs, Mexicans, and Davidians. Okay. This is the worst episode for us to start with me responding. I know. I know. But don't worry, because they don't come from planet Kai. They come from planet Nair or Niri. I believe is the way he pronounced it. And they were made by Zeus and come from the lemur, dog, and pig. Okay? So the pig is especially important because the pigs is where white people get their skin tone and that's why their skin burns in the sun. Right? But Zeus spliced his DNA into these humans. So, okay. time out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that I'm keeping up. So, Zeus's DNA correct. is in the five Q mans. Yes. The five in, races. Including the, the pig whites. Correct. Okay. That's correct. The right. whites, the Asians, the Arabs. The Mexicans Does and the Dividians, a- Arabs. He literally says Arabs. I. This is a quote. These are quote unquotes. Like I am. I am literally telling you verbatim how he pronounces it. Okay. I. And I don't know. I. I. I don't know. I. Is this insensitive? I don't know. Like I'm literally just giving you word for word how right. he says it. Well, because by for my understanding, it was it's Arabs, like Arabic, right? Exactly. But and I, that's but why that phrase kind of. Kind of culturally insensitive also. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where there's a lot of things. It's like things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. "Hmm. Mm -hmm." So now the Latinos and the blacks, which Mexicans are not part of Latinos, apparently, which I was confused on that as, as well, I think. But the Latinos and black people are native to the planet Kai right? A.K.A. Earth, but we're not on Earth. We're on the planet okay. Kai. Okay. And they're originally Atlanteans, but they don't remember. Okay. So the Black and Latino people are carbonated. Yes, like, like Cokes, right? They're carbonated. And their avatars are very, very powerful. They are the gods and goddesses and the humans are the aliens. Furthermore, birds are government drones, weather is controlled by those 5G towers, you know, that you see, like those cell phone towers that you see, and metaphysics and light protons, that holds the explanation to the shape shifting that we experience on the planet Kai. Has This might be jumping the gun. Um, has this guy been diagnosed with, um, like, schizoaffective or schizophrenia or something like that? I'm hoping that they will be able to diagnose him. Um, but no. Now, I I'm just going to continue. And we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. I okay. have a lot of things to say about this. Now, I will say... That he always starts with, like, peace and love to you gods and goddesses out there. There's a lot of talk of vibrations that be, that can be found on this channel. It's a lot about, like, your vibration levels, okay? And um, on this channel, you will also find just a ton of comments from his, like I said, 201,000 thousand subscriber okay so he has he currently has two hundred and one thousand subscribers there is an official university of the cosmic intelligence website would you like to know about the website I mean yes you would You you definitely do that on the website you can find multiple ways to get involved and Bailey you can donate your money Always, every mm-hmm. time that cults are involved, there is some for form of monetary something. Uh-huh. It's never yeah. like let me just help you be a better human being. Mm-hmm. No, it's always donating. Well, I mean, Starting he's an off. expert. He's an expert in a lot of things, and he does feel that he needs to be compensated for his knowledge. You know, does like he your people? does does he claim that he can heal people? Well. He he uses a lot of crystals, and we'll also talk about that. So within the ways to enroll in his program, you have three package options, and I'm just going to go ahead and skip to the last and the most exciting package on their site, and that's the violet package. So the violet package at $333.33 is the best seller, okay, is quote unquote the best seller, cheapest package, and money saver. And it's valid for one year. What do you get with the violet package? I'm so glad you asked. Full access to Rashad Jamal daily, quote unquote, God talk lessons, full access to all blog posts. Full access to all PowerPoint lecture videos, free nine ether coupon that's nine percent off all music, merch, books, etc. FYI, they don't have any books, um, they have a book page, but there are no books, just so just for his music, yeah, so just for his music and his merch, uh, nine percent off one. University of Cosmic Intelligence shirt shipped to your door. And one social media shout-out, email info after your payment. Okay. But there's also merch. So, and you, like I said, if you get at the Violet, at the, excuse me, Violet package, you will get 9% off all of your merch. And so, there are a plethora of crystal items so we have single crystal both loose crystals and also on stands you can get your crystal on a stand Um, necklaces bracelets and bongs you may also get bongs the prices of these items are typically like $111.11 $222.22 or $333.00 33 cents so it's this repetition of yeah. numbers that's mm-hmm. almost like um it's almost kind of like an OCD thing mm-hmm. it is it's I, I can't quite figure I think I have an a possible idea for some of the numbers and I'll talk about that in just a second but I'm not really sure as to why the rep, you know the repeating numbers oh I'm sure um, there's a message from God as to why he can only use 111 dollars and 11 cents true to sell a hat correct correct um now unfortunately all of their all their crystal bongs are currently out of stock and there wasn't any information or (laughs) mention on when they would be back i don't know if they're back ordered i can't i cannot you guys however don't worry bailey (laughs) (laughs) All these crystal bogs are out of stock. They're all all gone. They're all gone. I looked. There were multiple ones that were shown, but they were all out of stock. But they do have crystal filtered water bottles for $200 even. Just $200. Um, Furthermore, there's been a pretty good price cut on the quote-unquote beautiful amethyst sphere comes with glass stand regularly $333.33 but now it's $263.33 um, and if you're looking for a less expensive item he does sell his t-shirts at $66.93 but unfortunately they're all sold out why why are what did, what do his t-shirts say what do they say um one of them says, now this one I'm having to pull from memory, um, it said young, black, woke, and violent. Was one and of them. Violent? Violent. But didn't you say that he talks about, like, peace and happiness and, like, <sighs> blessings and stuff? He does. He does. Okay. He does. He, he, yeah, he does. So... In some of his videos, um, his rants would include anywhere from peace to you gods and goddesses to I'm not afraid to kill yo kids, like in the same, in the same video. So it's like death threats and peace to you. And it's not anger though. Don't worry. It's not anger. It's chaos energy so it's just in always case, oh god this stuff makes me so mad okay keep going please so Go i wanted us um to circle back to the beliefs for just a moment um again there's a lot of talk of aliens a lot of talks of clones which i bailey i have to admit i after a while, you start getting a little disoriented on all of this information. You know what I mean? Like, it gets so bizarre. I'm, I'm trying to keep up just listening to it. Yeah. I feel very... I, I just kind of feel a little upside down and inside out after this research. Um, so there's a lot of talk of clones, also drones, meditation, peace... History, like history of the world, history of the races. So uh, Rashad Jamal was quoted saying that he uses his platform to share his thoughts, quote unquote, from metaphysics to quantum physics, to molecular biology, to marine biology, to geography, to black history, to world history. Is he an expert in any of these fields? He's an expert in all of those fields, Bailey. I don't mean a self-proclaimed expert. Does he have, like, did he go through a rigorous program? Has he earned certifications or degrees or diplomas? That would be no. Okay. That would be no, ma'am. All right. So he may be a scientist and historian, but he's also apparently a plagiarizer. Ooh. Why? Mmm. So, like I said, researching a cult is probably the fastest way down the rabbit hole into Wonderland. Yeah. I like, can that imagine. is that is your, like, bullet train down to Wonderland. Uh-huh. And then I am literally, like, talking to a hookah-smoking caterpillar. Like, boo are <laughs> a you yeah and i don't i really don't think that's hard to believe right like it, it gets really wild really fast so when researching a current cult right i am diving into news articles i'm going into forums and i'm obviously exploring like every social media platform one of the ta- one of the platforms that he uses a lot, and a lot of use a lot of his followers, and um, either followers or the people who are against him, are using TikTok. That seems to be the most popular platform. So while I was digging through these videos connected to Rashad Jamal, I came across this one video of a young man, and he was begrudgingly, like he was pretty heartbroken, but he was having to. First, all of Rashad Jamal's followers bubble right so he was like I loved Rashad Jamal but I need y'all to know that his teachings and philosophies are unauth- unauthentic they're not his own right so he dropped a name, and then I had to do, continue doing further research. So he claims that Rashad is stealing concepts from a book entitled The Holy Tablets, written by Mr. Dwight York, a.k.a. Malachi Z. York, a.k.a. Issa al-Hadi al-Mahadi, a.k.a. Ima Issa Abdullah. The guy has, like, at least 13 aliases, this Dwight York guy. Okay. Okay. We could probably spend literally an entire episode just covering this dude. Yeah, and, sounds like, like it. Like, I really, really don't want to... I, I think I'm just going to stick to how this is relevant to Rashad I Jamal. think we can only handle going down one Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole uh, at a time. I, seriously. So... Here is an excerpt from his book. This is out of chapter one. There are two kinds of ether. Ether, excuse me, ether. There are two kinds of ether. Nine ether and six ether in human form. Nine ether negroids produced six ether Caucasians and six ether produced ghosts. Death not to be mistaken with the ethers of hair that range from six, seven, eight, and 9 in hair texture, from flat to hollow to round. I don't know what you just said. You don't have to don't, repeat it. I just, I, I don't, I don't understand. Well... First of all, shame on you. Well, and honestly, Bailey, it's just because you're not, um, like, you're not enlightened. And that's what he would tell you. Like, the reason <laughs> why you don't understand is because you're a six and you're not a nine. Okay. And we're not talking about um, Enneagrams. We're talking about people. You're, huge. You're a six ether. Yeah. I mean, you're okay. not a nine. You're not a nine. Now... Interestingly enough, Rashad Jamal talks about these numbers when he talked about the prison system in one of his videos. And I quote In jail, they jail your physical body, your etheric body. They harness the energy through the metal bars. That's why they call them six by nine cells. Because they were created by six, remember that's you, six ether beings for the nine ether beings. Six by nine cells with steel bars. And they make the inmates sleep on steel, you see? And then the person that run the jail, a warden, which is short for warlock, which is another name. For a wizard. End quote. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. Y'all are going to hear me respond with um, sarcasm and satire. And I absolutely mean to. Mm. <laughs> so here's a fun fact about Bailey and My's heritage. We, my, our mother's maiden name is Warden. so that means that she they're warlocks bailey like we came from warlocks which he so graciously told us which is another name for a wizard which reinforces zach's opinion that if i grew up in salem massachusetts in the 17th century or the 16th century Mm -hmm. something like that 17th 17th century then i would absolutely be burned as a witch absolutely you were because you come from a line of warlocks because our mother's maiden name is warden now if you actually look up like the real like root word of warden like it literally means like not a warlock i think it's a jailer or a bailiff or something like yeah. that mm-hmm. Ooh, and your name bailey does i think come from bailiff like you're double jail you're double oh, I'm a <laughs> double witch <laughs> you're a double witch <laughs> Burner, Burner. but do you see the similarities bailey now between the two about the six and the nine six Ugh. by nine it's the six ethers keeping the nine ethers down in the metal bars you see Okay. You hear me? Okay. Why is this guy in jail? Literally, my (laughs) sentence is, and since we are talking about jail, let's talk about Rashad Jamal's (laughs) criminal history. (laughs) Uh, I want to know why that nine is standing in a six by nine. Oh, man. I think you're a 10 personally, but that's just my Thank bias you. so according <laughs> according to a january 11th 2024 article in the st louis post dispatch so that would be st louis missouri in 2021 jamal was indicted in barrow barrow maybe barrow county georgia on two counts of child molestation and a charge of cruelty to children according to court documents he was arrested nearly a year later and was ordered and was ordered held without bond because a judge found he was a flight risk and could pose a danger to the people in the community and was sentenced to 18 years in prison, followed by 22 years of probation. The fi- the charges were filed by his ex, I don't know if they, if it was girlfriend, lover, partner. Um, he had a child with This woman, and she is the one who filed the charges, claiming the abuse uh, was directed at her 11 year old daughter. (sighs) To which he obviously said, "That's Cap." Okay. So, the article went on to say that prosecutors also. Can I just say how much I hate? I I I don't like talking about child children child stuff. I know. It really, it's really hard for me to talk about that stuff. I know. Okay. And what's really hard is that so much, so much of cult happenings and activity is around sexual abuse. A lot of times with children, but it's just a very, I don't know. And again, Rick will talk about that, but I don't. Why? Why is it always sexual? Like, it's got to be some form of power. I don't know. I, I, I'll i digress, right? So the article went on to say that prosecutors also noted that Jamal had previous convictions out of Washington, excuse me, not Washington, Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin for domestic battery as well as disorderly conduct and strangulation and suffocation in a domestic abuse case in 2018. Um, Interestingly enough, court cases are free to search in the state of Wisconsin and I was able to verify that these allegations were factual. Not all states. You can Freely search their um, court cases, but the state of Wisconsin, you can. And there were more charges, but um, most of them were dropped. But he did plead guilty to domestic violence. And just for for you guys listening, I want y'all to really mark that down on a note and save it for when you listen to the interview with Rick on Friday. Mm -hmm. about the concept of cults and domestic violence. So what are the odds of that here? Exactly. Exactly. So, like I said, he is detained at the Barrow County um, Correctional Facility. And luckily, once in a correctional facility, you have no access to any social media platform. Right, Bailey? Is that correct? Not necessarily. I you mean... wrong. You are wrong. You can have all the social media. Yeah. Activity. You get access to internet, to all the things. Does it not vary from like jurisdiction to jurisdiction? I'm about sure. It? I'm sure it does. But for Jamal or for Rashad Jamal. He has access. This... Oh, yeah. This little bump in the road has not slowed him down literally at all like he has been lecturing and updating his followers regularly since he's been detained um obviously his followers are mostly outraged over his wrongful detainment and have started what did you say oh god they have like a changed changed.org or something multiple petitions oh yeah multiple petitions to have him released i think the thing that is so frustrating with cults for me so i work with addiction there's a lot of denial especially in early recovery with addiction Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and you know family members loved ones will come to me and be like they just don't see you know x y and z which is pretty Mm -hmm. like that's expected whenever Mm -hmm. someone's you know, dealing with addiction. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that frustrates me so much about cults is um like this concept that so many people are in denial. And so I don't know why that makes me instantly angry. Maybe it's just like this fear of losing control. Um right. but like obviously this this gentleman has a rap sheet, right? He's got um he's been Convicted out of domestic violence charges, uh, child abuse charges, sexual child abuse charges, and you can look that stuff up, but the veil of denial is so thick, and these people are still just like, he's wrongfully convicted. Yeah, um, and that's literally, I mean, that is spot on, and it's interesting um, because... One thing that I noticed in listening to his most current, um, well, listening to the videos when he was in the process of being arrested, he was obviously doing a lot of live videos and then listening to the ones now. It's a lot of like, you know, this is going to happen to me because I'm the victim, right? There's a lot of like, because they're trying to, shut me down. They're trying to keep my truth shut down. You know, they don't want anybody to be enlightened. And I mean, it's just kind of like, see, I told you guys, I told you this would happen because they don't want the truth out. And that's all I'm doing is giving you the truth. And these people are just like, yes, God. I mean, that's re- that's how they refer to him as God, right? Because, um, again, Black and Hispanic Excuse me, black and Latinos are gods and goddesses. Now, he also did touch a little bit into um, middle class and lower class Caucasians are not necessarily gods and goddesses, but they are part of that group because the target for this is, are the elite. The elite are what are keeping everybody down, keeping the truth at bay. Um, he kind of went on to explain, which, okay. again, is it's very quite confusing but here is what really this is what bothers me right like it's it's all fun and games like looking at how much their merch is and and the silly stuff right but what really bothers me is when we start getting into there are now two cases of homicide and six missing people connected to this cult Two cases of homicide and six missing people? Correct. Correct. This first one, um, this was reported by Rebecca Rosenberg with Fox News, um, stating that Crystal Diane Pinkins, 36, and Yasmin Hyder 20, are charged with first-degree murder in the August 14th, that was August 14th, 2022, killing of 22-year-old Adam Simji of Apopka, Florida, as well as multiple counts of robbery, kidnapping in Clay County, Alabama. Tinkins and is so, also sorry. Um, the two w- w- women who are charged with murder are they one of um, J- Jamal Rashad's? Yes, they they followers? are affiliated. Mm-hmm, they are affiliated with this. Um, this. The suspects have been, quote-unquote, living off the grid in the Talladega National Forest near the crime scene and allegedly have connections with cult leader Rashad Jamal White. Investigators tracked Pinkins to a base camp of tents, and her five-year-old son allegedly ran from the woods, wielding... wielding? Is that how you say that? A loaded gun, according to court papers. He put the weapon down and the police arrested Pinkins. So let me just tell you really quick. This is not like I didn't have this officially written down, but let me just tell you really quick about this messed up case. So, this chick, Yasmin Hyder, she has her Scion B little car, right? Pulled over on the side of the road in this Talladega National Forest area. And she is flagging people down like she needs help. Like she has car trouble, right? So, Adam Simji and his girlfriend get out to go over. They go to help her, you know, try to fix her car, whatever. Just being good freaking Samaritans. And what does she do? She pulls a gun on him. Well, Adam also had a gun, he pulls a gun on her to which she freaks out and is like, are you kidding me? Kind of like, this is not how this was supposed to happen. He shoots her three times, but none of them were fatal shots. She shoots him once in the stomach and he dies there on the scene. Oh, my and goodness. His, I know. And his girlfriend does CPR on him until the ambulance get there. But by the time the ambulance got there, he had he was pronounced dead from a shot to the abdomen. Okay, not to be a negative Nancy um i really admire people who stop and help people i know i am not one of those people i will call oh, i 9-1. am no i will oh, I call nine one one when i drive by them mm-hmm. and just be like hey this person has a flat tire they're on the interstate you know Yep. um that kind of thing but because of like my long history of watching true crime yep. there was a lady who came i was walking out of the a goodwill you know, this was a couple of years ago and it was this older woman. She was probably in her seventies and she came up to me and she was like, Hey, can you help me load this couch into the back of my truck? And I was like, no ma'am. And she just looked at me and this is the South, right? So you don't mm-hmm. say no to a, you know, an elderly woman. And she just kind of looked at me and I was like, ma'am, no offense. I don't know if your Buffalo Bill son is like sitting in the back of this van But they literally have people inside who who are there to help you load this stuff up. Because Mm -hmm. all I thought about was Silence of the Lambs when she's trying to help him load that van into the or that um, couch into his van and then he kidnaps her. Yeah. Like, seriously, that's all I thought. And I always think about these female accomplices. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think about that stuff. And Lucas <laughs> literally every day is like, do not pick up a hitchhiker. Do not help a person on the side of the road. And it is I, I, I am getting better. I really am. I'm getting better. But I am one of those people who would have probably been like, oh, yeah, how can I help you? Um, and oh, no. it it's again, it's the great thing about getting older and becoming more mature. And also, I think becoming more sure in who you are. I, I think I'm letting go of being a people pleaser right um mm-hmm. but anywho well so apparently this chick had tried this with an elderly woman um you know before uh, adam and his girlfriend stopped to help her and the woman wouldn't stop so i mean this was you know they were just trying to get whoever they would yeah. but there was no rhyme or reason they didn't give a rhyme or a reason as to why they that why they were doing that i don't know if they were wanting to rob um, you know what? I take that back. I'm going to take that back. They were like, you know, give me all your money. They were trying to rob him. And then because he pulled his gun, but even still. Okay. Um, so the second um, homicide. So this one, I guess, would technically be a what is it called? Parenticide. When a child kills a parent. Is that correct? I think so. So. um, january 16th of 2022 i believe so in january damian um winslow oh and this was from audrey conklin's um, report this was also in fox news just go figure but uh, Damian Winslow Washam, 24, was charged with murder, attempted murder, attempt to elude, and other crimes after he allegedly killed his mother with a sword on January 16th. He also alleged. A- I'm, I'm sorry. 2022. Okay. 2022, I believe. He also allegedly injured his uncle, who has cerebral palsy, and his brother on the same evening. Washam's father, Herbert Washam, told Motherboard, so Motherboard is um, this tech news outlet, that his son used to be a normal young man who liked to play a lot of video games until he got caught up in Jamal's videos after learning about the influencer on a Call of Duty chat. Wow. But then um, started becoming obsessed with getting energy from the sun. Quote unquote, he was listening to those conspiracy kind of videos and it was dumb as hell, Washam told the outlet. It was stupid. I tried to look at some of these videos and can't even listen to them. It's so dumb. Lizard people and aliens. At first, Washam was, quote-unquote, feeling good because I thought he was done with the gaming, he told Motherboard. But I didn't know that these videos he was watching were as crazy as they are. My son started doing some crazy-ass stuff. Okay, so I I looked up another report that was a little bit newer, um, and... So he was accused of killing his mother, Helen Nettles Washam, following the deadly sword attack uh, on Sunday. His 42-year-old brother, Desmond Washam, who is autistic as well as an uncle with other disabilities, were injured during the incident. Excuse me, during the incident. Uh, So his father was quoted saying, we're broken, I'm broken. I don't know how I'm going to make it. I'm the only... I'm the only one who walked in here and found her like this. I can never get that out of my head. Um, mm. Herbert and his wife, Helen, had been married since 1991, and he described her as super dedic- as a super-dedicated mother to their four ch- children. Quote, She was just a sweet, innocent person, her husband said. She was just very kind and sweet with her kids everything she did was just sweet oh so how old was he how old was he when he killed his mom with the sword he was 20 23 i believe um it looks like one report says 23 and one report says 24 but yeah like the dad kind of goes on to say again he started um, watching these videos he heard about this Rashad Jamal through a call of duty chat that he was in and then started ordering all sorts of weird stuff right like he's he ordered this samurai sword and um just all this nefarious paraphernalia as of just recently, Uh, It was said that Damien, so that was the kid who killed his mom, Damien has been found not guilty by reason of insanity, according to court documents. Interesting. So, those are the two homicides, and now we will get into the six missing persons. So, again, you have to remember, Rashad has been in jail. He has been detained He in May of 2021, and all of this has happened since he has been in jail, since he has been in prison. All of these homicides and these, this missing persons case, these six missing people case, has come up. So uh, currently, Rashad has been in numerous local news headlines for being a quote-unquote cult leader who helped lure six people away from their homes. This is all coming out of Berkeley, Missouri, but police have um, reported that they have reason to believe that there are four adults and their two children missing from the St. Louis area. So back in August of twenty. 20- 23. In August of 2023, Michaela Wickerson and her three-year-old Malia, I believe is how you pronounce it, Wickerson left their home in St. Louis County and disappeared. Two others, Gariella German and her three-year-old child Ashton Miller, went missing from Mississippi. Then we have 25-year-old Michaela Thompson and 30-year-old Naaman Williams are also believed to be in this alleged cult. So Did, did investigators give any reasons why they suspect that these six are tied to Rashad Jamal's cult? So in that same article... It says uh, KTVI-TV reports the six of them were reportedly last known to be living in Wickerson's home close to the St. Louis International Airport prior to their disappearance in August. So apparently they were all sharing a home together, even though they are from different parts of the U.S. They all moved in together together. wickerson's mother Carticia morgan told ktvi her daughter quit her job ran all her credit cards up to the limit not long before she vanished and then they had some neighbors that reported to that same news station that they would see the six um per, the six people that were living in the home i'm, I'm assuming more so the four adults, right? But, right. quote, worshiping the sun in the yard on a daily basis. If it rained, they would, quote, come inside, or excuse me, come outside naked and run around the yard. They were digging up things in the yard. So, this is an eyewitness from a neighbor of theirs. Um, and then, like I said, in August, they disappeared. And but, but why do they think they're linked to this guy? Did they say, oh, so, uh, I th- that is coming from their previous social media accounts
1: uh, oh, saying gee. that they
0: were following them, they were reposting, they were um, showed that there was shared activity and shared interest in his the University of Cosmic Intelligence. And that is also where they're finding the information with the two homicides that they've linked um, to this alleged cult is through their social media accounts. So I guess the only thing that I'm still trying to figure out is we don't necessarily know if there is statements from investigators yet that are saying that. Rashad Jamal orchestrated these murders? Correct. Or is it more he's encouraging through his speech or his prophecies or whatever he delivers and then these individuals who are following him take it upon themselves to commit? Correct. Correct. That That is where it gets really, really gray. Um, and Rashad Jamal actually gave a statement and he, he his statement was... I'm just giving you my opinion on a plethora of different subjects, from metaphysics to quantum physics to mon- to molecular biology to marine biology to geography to black history to world history. I'm giving you my opinion on these things. That doesn't make me a cult leader. So that was his Good. statement when he was asked on if he knew anything about any of the missing persons or if he knew anything about either of the homicides. And he pretty much was just like, look, I'm just giving my opinion. You know, what people do with it, I don't have a control over. Is essentially what I, what I read into. Right. Which is very classic kind of cult leader response. Right. I'm not saying it's not valid in some way, shape or form. I mean, we, we don't. We don't know if, if this guy is really the Oz behind the curtains yet or not, or if these individuals are kind of acting on their own interpretations of his, his opinions, Right. right? Yeah. And, you know, really that was, that right there was my debate when I chose to cover this because again, um, You know, I was inspired by Rick Ross's um, thoughts on him being a cult leader, you know, uh, with his expertise. But again, what's hard with this is it's still developing. Right. And so there's a lot of things that are not able to be answered right now. But from the research, you know, that Rick Ross has done, and then also there was um, a news article that was released, and they did a pretty good job of just kind of outlining what you could look for, you know, what cults have in common, and what behavior the members of these quote-unquote cults have. And thus far, it seems to be that the people who are affiliated with this university of cosmic intelligence are showing a lot of these behaviors, right? So the red flags that this article listed was living off of credit cards, going off the grid, polygamy, strange behavior such as meditating nude in front and backyards with neighbors present, and referring to their mother as a shell that brought their spirit into the universe. So with the detectives who have had exposure to some of the known followers of his program or community or cult, whatever word you want to use, all seem to be displaying a lot of these red flags. Right. So it sounds like it'll it'll just take a little bit more time and investigative measures to um make more cause and effect links rather than like correlative links. Right. Exactly. But, you know, I. I think you had a really good point when we were um when you were like, which sounds like something a cult leader would say. Right. I mean, there's. And and Rick talked about this as well. There's a history um, of narcissism. There's a history of manipulation. There's a history of also um, ownership or avoidance of ownership. Right where it's like, hey, not not my not my problem, not my monkey, not my circus. So, again, it's kind of like it's quacking like a duck. It's walking like a duck. It's looking like it could be a duck, right? Like it could be a cult, with Rashad Jamal White as the leader. That is wild, and I mean, as we know, I mean, kind of. I'm sure some of the listeners here that you guys are even more, um, what's the word, well versed in cults than I am, because, like I say, I try to avoid it like the plague. Um, but I mean, even homeboy jeff warren Mm -hmm. right the Mm -hmm. um yeah keep sweet Um, and pray Pray. Mm -hmm. yeah i watched i did watch that documentary because i also have a um a really a big fascination in um religious abuse from a Mm -hmm. trauma therapist standpoint so i watched that and i mean he was still pulling strings even when he was on the run and he was detained and he was in prison And that's what's, again, that's what's really sad Um, and also kind of scary, again, kind of going through uh, just so many videos and reports and um, just social media platforms. And a lot of these people who are speaking out against Rashad Jamal, like their followers are threatening their lives. And so I was even a little like, crap, you know, should we... Should we even cover this? I don't know. I mean, because... I think it's important to cover. I I I think it's important for us not to sit here and say, like, oh, he's guilty or he's not, because that's not fair. Correct. We don't no. have all of the information. Correct. But I think it's important in covering the, the data that we do have so far for the sake of the missing persons. Exactly. Right. right. Um... And one of the things that I'll say is you know in the slim chance that one of the family members hears this episode I would encourage you guys to reach out to Rick Uh, because he is a deprogrammer he's done over 500 deprogrammations essentially is kind of like a cult intervention for your loved ones and Mm -hmm. maybe kind of combined with the help of Rick and maybe a private investigator some some traction can be I guess gained. Correct. Um, and I dang it, I wish I can remember where I read this, but I did read an article and they did state it's really a better idea to not try to handle that personal personally. Um, like not try to, try to do an intervention just you like and on your, your family, own course, on your yeah. own. It really is imperative for you to reach out to somebody like Rick Ross, um, Rick Allen Ross, and his staff and they can help you. Um, Cause I like, did you say, or I can't remember if you said or not, but he has done over 500 yeah. of these deprogramming Um, or, and it doesn't necessarily have to be connected with this one. But if you, if you think that your loved one or friend or neighbor, or somebody is involved in a cult, not to be confused with the, a cult. Those are <laughs> two yeah. two different things. But with a cult, um, please, please seek you know, seek out help. And we obviously, as always, we don't ever want to leave you guys without multiple resources on, you know, books that you can read, websites you can look into, you know, phone numbers, people that you can contact. Um, and we will obviously leave that in the show notes. Um but Again, I get it that everybody has, I mean, we have our First Amendment right. We have right of freedom of speech and freedom of religion. But again, it's when it becomes abusive um, that, you know, when people are dying. And I mean, we have six missing people, including two children. We have six missing, yeah, four adults, two children. We have two confirmed homicides to confirm death freedom of speech is fine until you know non-consenting victims are involved so it correct. is those parents rights to jump off and join a cult um but m- n- most of the time as rick talks about in the interview you guys will hear on friday the children are the true victims in this correct. um correct because most of the times the children who are linked to these cults or on the communes or compounds mm-hmm. are, um, abused or at the very least, um, mistreated or malnourished. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, I guess my, my final thought was the one thing of all the things I was surprised about, um, Researching and reading through this, I think the thing that surprised me the most was the fact that that um, young man, Damien Washam said that he heard about it through a call of duty chat. like i I would have never have thought that that, I mean, i I mean, obviously, I don't know why I wouldn't think that that would be a way to talk about, you know, nefarious things but yes he was an adult so this is more geared towards yeah we need to make sure that we do take interest in what our kids are getting into um but even if they're getting to that yeah I was gonna say like even if they're not kids like they these people are and that's what they are they unfortunately I do feel like cults typically and Rick t- did talk about this um they are, they're predators. Like, they look for people who are vulnerable. Are vulnerable. Yeah. And that's what Miss Morgan said, you know, about her daughter, is she just was thinking that she was dealing with postpartum depression and she was very vulnerable. And, uh, and I, oh gosh, I hate to hear that agony of, I should have seen that. I should have, I should have seen these warning signs, but so often you miss them. So... Well, I think that's also, I mean, that's true, but that's also literally just like the five stages of grief, right? Bargaining right. Is, is the second step. It's, you know, well, the third. You have denial, then you have anger, and then you have bargaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and so no matter what happened, whether, you know, it doesn't really matter. She's going to go through that bargaining. So I think it's just a natural space for people to be in when there's grief. You know. Um, yeah, exactly. And kind of on a on a final note, I'm really, really not wanting to give too much of our interview with Rick away, but he does have a a website, a nonprofit website. So if you are thinking that the new group that your friend is in is seeming a bit cult-ish. His website does have a huge archive of all of the known and determined um, cult and also cult-like organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, just a a fountain of resources and information. Um, but again, I I really think you guys will enjoy listening to that on Friday. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you covering um, a current potential cult case mm-hmm. in light of the interview with Rick and not just you know covering like Jonestown or Manson you know I understand it's interesting but it there's not really much we can do for those right. victims now but but there is that we can do for the six missing people including the children absolutely. Absolutely, and as always, if you know anything about that case, you know, contact even just local authorities. You know, even yeah. if, like, well, I don't know who to, just call your local authorities and say, hey, I might have some information on a case. You know, in St. Louis, they they work with this stuff. They would know how to direct you. Yeah, and just say something. You know, even if you're like, eh, I don't really know, just say something. It's okay. For sure so all right well great job thanks for sharing that cult case i hated every second of it but i think it's important to cover hey uh like i said i feel like i'm i feel like i've got my got the wheels rolling i'm in my cult groove so maybe i'll just you know make up another one and we can save it for a rainy day (laughs) might as well stay in wonderland for a little bit longer might as well Well, you guys, thanks for tagging along, hanging out with us. You know, please go leave us a review. It's going to help us get more professionals to agree to come on our show. Yeah. And if you haven't heard it today, you are loved, worthy, valuable, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, guys. (laughs) Wildside Tribe, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wildside Podcast. Make sure to tune in on Wildside Wednesdays. New episodes will drop each Wednesday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We would love to hear from you, so if you have a wild case recommendation, email us at wildsidepodcast at gmail.com. That's wildside with a C. Or share your thoughts in the comments below. As always, if you haven't heard it today, you're loved, you're worthy, and you're valuable. And we'll catch you on the the flip side. side.